Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast and a look back on a quite wonderful week for the sport on the track. But once again, a dreadful week off it. Let's deal with the dreadful first. Racing is now in limbo because of the inability of the powers that be to engineer a settlement to the levy dispute. The lack of trust between the various parties is a vast chasm, it would seem. Now Jeremy Hunt and his team will impose a settlement which will no doubt be wider the mark for what bookmakers want to pay and fall way short of what racing's governing body want. Unless loopholes can be tightened up, it just means, as far as I can see, that the bookmakers are now going to move as much as they can offshore. It's not a pretty picture, and it's the last thing the government want when I am sure they have far more pressing issues to resolve. Well, let's now, though, move to matters on the track, which proves this sport has so much to offer. I think everyone has enjoyed the battle for the Jockeys' Championship. The last two weeks were a Herculean effort by both Paul Hannigan and Richard Hughes. This tussle, conducted with so much dignity by both, was the flat equivalent of the titanic battle that Adrian Mingois and Richard Dunwoody had that climaxed the 1994 jump season. Just like this year... That battle went mainstream and put racing on the map. As a result of this, one or two commentators have suggested that why do we need all the Racing for Change initiatives, as the sport has made its own headlines quite naturally. Well, my answer to that is once every 16 years for a headline-grabbing jockeys championship is hardly a selling point. This sport has to find ways to reinvent itself, not necessarily in as dramatic way as snooker is trying to do, but using what we have got and tweaking it. But we still have to honour what Hannigan and Hughes did. For Hannigan, it was a wonderful achievement. Sheer commitment paid dividends, and the last Northern-based jockey to win the championship, Kevin Daly, believes this championship will be the springboard to success in major races for the hard-grafting Hannigan. I think that's obviously the next stage for him. Um, Paul is obviously happy, like I say, being connected with Richard Fahey. Um, they've got a great connection there going. They work really well together. But after this year, hopefully can go and focus on raising the bar and being a part of all those big races. Paul, like I say, I can't say enough good about him. He's a great ambassador for it. But he just shows that anybody, if they get the right breaks and you, you're a grafter, you're willing to have a go at it, anybody can get there. Well, let's hope it's uh, a marker for the future. Um, it doesn't matter where you're based in this game. It's uh, how the opportunities fall for you. And if you, if you grasp the opportunities when they're there, then the sky's the limit. And last Saturday also saw further confirmation that Golden Cove is something quite extraordinary. Breeders' Cup on Saturday night must have been a magical place to see her third straight win for Freddie Head's Freak. But the race goes ultimately were deprived the dream moment of a win for Zenyatta. So close, but so much honour in defeat that perhaps her legacy will now be an even stronger one. But now it's time to turn our attention in full over the coming months to the jump season. But sadly, Ruby Walsh, with his broken leg, proved that a jump jockey's career hangs by a thread at all times. As within 90 minutes of steering Corto Star back to winning ways, Walsh now faces months on the sidelines recovering from a double fracture of the leg. But this weekend, it's time for the Open meeting at Cheltenham, which, by the way, I think is a ridiculous name for this meeting. But huge crowds will be making their way to Presby Park, and the place will be rocking. But if you can't be there, Racing UK, of course, will be. Enjoy your racing.